Well, all the vaccines will have some degree of adverse events, um, but these are very, very low incidences when you compare it to any other medication or vaccine one, one would normally use. If you take the numbers here, some 25 to 28 deaths are related to or are suspected to be related to vaccination, and we've had over 5.5 million shots. So we have to look at it in that context. There's no drug that's ever been approved that doesn't come with side effects or adverse events. It's the incidence of it that determines whether it's broadly safe and efficacious. Do you think that these stories and narratives will perhaps slow down government's efforts uh, to to vaccinate as many people as possible uh, in the quickest time? Well, look, I mean, I think there's always going to be an a, a portion of society that will be either vaccine hesitant or be completely anti-vaccination. This is not a new phenomenon, and it's certainly been a bit more pronounced given the intensity of the vaccination drive worldwide during this period. But it's not out of uh, sync with what we what we expect. I think, though, that there's going to be you know still uh, quite a bit of pressure put on people not to take the vaccine by certain elements. Some are mischievous. We know about the social media conspiracy theories, etc. But overall, this is not going to be a significant factor. Uh What can government do to further educate people about the benefits of getting the vaccine and also the risk involved? Because everybody said there's always a pro and a con. Well, I think that you know, it, it, there's been straightforward information out in the public given by the government, given by uh, other entities, um, both in the private and the public sector. So the information is there. What I do think is missing is perhaps conveying that information, perhaps in the idiom to which people are accustomed in various communities. Mm. And who the message comes from will be determining you know, how well it's received. This is a global problem, not just a South African problem. Of course, we have our own unique situation here. But overall, uh, I don't think this is a significant factor in the vaccination drive in terms of any deficit. Doctor, Can be improved, yeah. but, you know, we'll yeah. see. Doctor, we've lost you there for a second. But in any case, uh, what is your message to those that... Uh, are experiencing that they, or, or perhaps not experiencing, but but thinking about not getting the vaccine? Look, I think it's, it's imperative that people do take their vaccines because it's not just for them. You know, the idea is to get as many people uh, vaccinated and immune as possible so that we can move out of the emergency phase of the pandemic. So it's not just for your individual benefit, but for community benefit. The vaccines are safe and effective, have been shown to be, and there should be no hesitancy. We would urge everyone to take the vaccine as soon as they can, as soon as they're able to. It's not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. Now, Pfizer and Biotech, this is a a very uh, positive development, have announced a deal with South Africa's BioVac Institute to process and distribute over 100 million doses a year of their COVID-19 vaccine for the African Union beginning in 2022. What do you make of this development? This is very good news. Uh, You'll recall the visit recently by President Macron um, and through the EU, the initiative to um, increase capacity within, uh, certainly in Africa, for its own vaccine production. What we've observed, of course, during the pandemic is that when the supply pipeline is very narrow, 
you know, vaccine inequality automatically develops. Now, we do have a very good scientific base here in South Africa. We have companies that are already doing what BioVac is going to do with Pfizer, for example, Aspen and Johnson & Johnson. They, they're going to be doing pretty much the same thing. It's the second half of the production phase of vaccines, and that is not the actual manufacturer of the original vaccination product, but rather the fill, fill and finish process, which means to create the ampules um, in the correct doses, finish them off, and uh, have them ready for, for use. And this is an important step in building up our capacity uh, over time to get to the point where we can do original research and produce our own vaccines. So this is an important first step. BioVac, which you may be aware, is partly government-owned, so it has quite a bit of reach. And 100 million doses is the target for 2022 for the AU, which is another big advantage that it's exclusively for African countries. And, and, and will definitely add South Africa's development of its scientific potential to produce vaccines. So it's good news all around.